seasons of work, seasons of rest, and seasons of balance. When we sat down, Martha, you said, what the heck does that even mean? (laughs) I was not sure where you were going with this idea today. Hey everybody, and welcome to I Got This with Lex and MGP. I am Lex and I've been a personal trainer over the last five years. Martha has been my client for three years, and over that time she has lost over 50 pounds and changed her entire perspective on life. Join us each week as we dive into health, mindset, and everything in between. Hey everybody, and welcome back to I Got This Pod with Lex and MGP. So today we are talking about seasons. Whether that be in work, whether that be in fitness, whether that be in mentality, I think everybody has certain seasons of your life. Some of them are decided for you and some you choose to be purposeful with. I think that's the difference of most people and then versus the small percentage of us that choose to be purposeful. Most people let seasons take them and don't realize until that season is over that it has happened. Whereas every time I move into a new block or a new season with a group and I just feel our atmosphere changing, I draw attention to it and say, hey, it seems as though whatever is coming is very busy. And this is a season of, you know, maybe rest outside of here or balance. And then when it's go time, I kind of announce that go time and say, hey, it's go time now. So um, just, just bringing the example of people who let seasons decide be decided for them, it's going to happen. So for example, an accountant, tax season is their go time. They don't get to decide what's go time. That's what it is. Whereas, and even for you mm-hmm. as a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> September to June, baby. <laughs> that's your, September to June is go time. For work. For work. Yeah. June to September not so much. Not so much. <laughs> but it's go time in another arena for me. Yes, go time for us at the gym. Yeah. So it's interesting. You can draw attention to those things as to what your season is. But then in the fitness realm, there are people who decide what seasons are their bulking seasons and their cutting seasons heading into and they decide that and they're purposeful about that. And so let's uh let's start with fitness and start okay. with your seasons. Right. When September happens, that's when I'm going back to work. That's like one of my busiest times of the year. That's when I have to pretty much make sure that I'm not backsliding. We want to maintain, we want to still make some progress, but it's maybe not quite as intense as we're coming out the summer. Right. And then we head into that November, December time period and we could call it a bulk, not intentionally. <laughs> not intentionally. <laughs> not intentionally. <laughs> no, I do have to say many people are like, oh, it's just a natural bulk in winter. I'm sorry. That's not what bulking is. I do want to draw attention to that. Bulking does not mean just like eating off fat. Bulking should be intentional. I'm not calling you out. Right. I'm calling like you can every- call me out. <laughs> You're like, who's bulking? Um, that's every single person. Eating off path is not bulking. Sorry. It's just All right. Like- Fitness bulking is not the same as Christmas cookie bulking. Exactly. I know. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just drawing attention to that. <laughs> no, I, but I, what I meant by that really is in thanks, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas time, it's very difficult and challenging to, that is not the time to be trying to cut by any means. The goal at that time for you is always maintenance. Correct. It's to, it's to say, Hey, I'm going to choose to make healthier decisions mm-hmm. than I normally would. And I'm still going to enjoy my life. Yeah. I mean, Thanksgiving is going to happen. 
Yeah. It just doesn't have to be the six days after Thanksgiving continuing with the leftovers and the pumpkin pie and the sweet potatoes nonstop. And that's what we've learned in exactly. the last few years. And we've yeah. also learned that, you know, there are going to be more family parties. Mm-hmm. You're going to have more opportunities to enjoy life with those around you. Right. But it's learning balance. And it, it is. Yeah. Right. It's going to happen. No, it is going to happen. And that's okay. That's okay. As long as, and I think I've come to terms with that as well. And knowing that it's okay to have a piece of, you know, this special dessert or whatever. And, but I don't have to have four pieces. And that's the difference. And that's how we, and then when we head into that season, we know what's coming. Everybody mm-hmm. knows it's coming. We know when our hard seasons of life tend mm-hmm. to be, but announcing it and setting that purposefulness allows you to be more successful and not feel as much of a failure. A lot of people think, well, I need to always be getting results. And then when you get to January and you're like, okay, well, my weight didn't change, my muscle mass didn't change, or my body fat percentage didn't change, or it increased, Mm -hmm. they're upset because they didn't set that intention and be realistic. Well, hey, my life is changing in terms of what I have going on, so therefore my goals must change. Right. So that's important. Yeah. So that, that is that, that is that time of year and it is what it is. And then of course, January comes and it's like a little bit of a mini go time. It is. You know, we hit that, everybody hits the gym January 1st, right? Yeah. And you know, Oh, new year's resolution, boom, 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 we're going to go. And so you have that a little bit, but here it's still freezing cold out. And so we're still not maybe as active because honestly, when it's cold out, I just want to sit in the couch with a blanket Yeah. <laughs> and it's hard to motivate to get up and go. So it you is. have to get yourself to the gym and so does everybody else at that point. So it's a, it's a nice time, I think, to start setting habits in um, re, re ingraining habits into your system. So that is like our January challenge, our 45 mm-hmm. days of fury challenge at Burn Fitness we do the 45 days of fury because it's all about building habits. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a season of ingraining those habits, not necessarily always seeing results. You're just creating, creating change, gender, generating change. You may not be reaping the reward yet. Mm-hmm. And then again, we go back into March, April. Right. Well, and then honestly, the back to that January, February real quick, you're right. Cause I don't ha- usually have, extreme results like you would think on paper that you would, but it's almost kind of a relief to get back into routine for me. It feels good. It, it feels good after that. You know, it sounds like, oh, party time from Thanksgiving to Christmas, but it's almost kind of a relief to get back into that routine a little bit. And then of course, yes, um, you know, March, April may come. And that's actually the second busiest time of the school year for me as we're winding up, we've got graduation, we've got honors night, we've got prom, we've got all these events going on, not necessarily food events. I'm not meaning it in that way. It's just time um, that I'm required to give. And so that becomes a little tricky. So we usually tend to go into like post spring break till the end of the school year, more of a maintenance phase again. Mm -hmm. We said that we said, okay, our goal heading into also spring break for you, Mm -hmm. you get to finally go on vacation after nine months, right? Right. Um, we say, okay, the goal is to get through this with our habits intact. Exactly. And honestly, this past time, this past March, April, May, you had me eating a lot more calories. We were building. So during that time, and that's okay because I knew that's what we were doing. So I was okay with slight changes on the scale, maybe not in the direction I would like, but it's okay because I knew what we were doing. It was intentional. Yes. And that's the thing again, intentional. So we were setting our habits. We were planning for what what we were doing but again we're not letting anything happen to us we are setting the intention of what we want to happen Mm -hmm. 
Right. So yes, I did add some calories during that time, but it wasn't Snicker bars and chocolate chip cookies. It was, I was eating more protein at dinner. Maybe I was having a three egg omelet instead of a two egg omelet, things like that to get the extra calories in. Um, so then, of course, best time of the year for a teacher, June, July, August. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> I do love my job. It's just nice to have June, July, and August. Or it's like in most of my sessions, I have to set that intention for somebody. So I think you've really grown in that way. You're saying, hey, here is my intention. Here is the season I'm heading into. I'm not wasting this opportunity, which is freaking awesome. It used to be more of a panic. It was. For me. Yeah. Yeah. I got to get this. I got to lean out. I got to get this weight off. I can't stand it anymore. Mm -hmm. Now I realize there are going to be times where we're going to do that. And there are going to be times where we're just going to hold on. Exactly. What I love too. So the natural seasons in terms of fitness for Mm -hmm. most people is yes, January is motivation. Sure. Kick it into high gear. I'm motivated because I have a new resolution and we've talked about this Honestly, in our second episode, it's mm-hmm. not a bad thing to be motivated. Then what normally comes, I'm not saying this is everybody, I'm just saying from what I've noticed looking at people that enter the gym, after that, things slow down. March, April, people stop coming in. They've lost the motivation. They've lost the habit. April, May, okay, we got to get ready for summer. Motivation kicks back in. June, July, August, <laughs> then comes summer. People stop coming into the gym because they're like, well, I want to be outside. Oh, there's that. <laughs> which is great. Yeah. We want you to be outside. But you still got to work out. <laughs> yeah. And then and then it kind of cycles from that. Things keep rolling through. So there's always those waves and those seasons, mm-hmm. but they're unintentional seasons. Right. So, Motivation is not permanent. No. You, nobody can stay at a heightened sense of motivation. No. No. It's I'm, just not, it's not possible. Yeah. There have been days I've texted you on a day I have to train or even whether I'm training with you or not and said, I am not feeling very motivated today. And you have said, I don't care, do it anyway. Exactly. And I'm like, okay. So, I mean, you know, that's okay. And that's what we have to do. It's, you have to dig deep sometimes. Exactly. So I do want to go over this. I found a few um, words that inspired me in terms of se- in terms of seasons. And again, you can find seasons as a topic everywhere. I I like astrology, not Mm -hmm. as much as many people do. They like are super into it. Mm -hmm. But like every time there's a full moon, I'm like, what is, what does this mean? What am I supposed to focus on? (laughs) Is Mercury in retrograde? (laughs) In my world, Mercury is always in retrograde. Um, A client of mine actually got me a a sign. Mm -hmm. It's actually sitting by my bed. I'll pull it out. Mm -hmm. I'll take a picture of it and show you all. It says, is, it says Mercury is in retrograde and she got me a pencil pack because I would always come in when I was having like an off mm-hmm. morning and be like to this group of six girls I'd be like you guys is Mercury in retrograde today because like I can tell the energy is just off in reality it was my energy <laughs> and they were like they were super into astrology so that was kind of funny I always blame it on a full moon at school when the kids are going crazy yes oh my god does it make people wild I does do- it though yes yes it does Yes. Are you a werewolf? (laughs) I always, I always, whenever I'm like have a weird energy day or like feel kind of blah, I go to look at the the moon chart. So clearly I believe in that. (laughs) And you may not. (laughs) Anyways, so um, I found this article. I loved how it was worded. 
So winter is a time to restore. So in the winter, the plants send their roots deep into the earth, seeking nutrients to replenish and restore to prepare for the growth that occurs during the spring. Love that. Mm -hmm. Definitely resonate. Spring is a time to create all the plants, bud and sprout new growth, which I love that. It's a season of fresh ideas and new beginnings. Summer is grow time and go time, baby. <laughs> Summer, the natural world is in full bloom. Summer is the time to implement new ideas that were birthed during the spring. And then fall time is time to achieve. So it's time to harvest. It's the time to reap what you've sown in the spring and grown in the summer. I love it. Um, I do have to credit. That's by Carson Tate. He is an author. So I felt like those were really awesome. And then I was shocked to find that there wasn't a ton uh, online about like seasons of life, seasons mm -hmm. of growth. I'm also all about the seasons. I told you about the season of the Saturn return when I turned 27. <laughs> yeah. Our listeners probably don't know that though. Oh, let's talk about Saturn return. <laughs> Going back to astrology. Okay, I'm going to read it to you. Your Saturn return is an astrological event that occurs every 27 to 29 and a half years. Okay. So your first Saturn return happens 27. Mine will end at 29 and a half. <laughs> um, and then your next one will start. So I'm already in a loop? Well, yeah. 27 times 2 is 54. Oh my gosh, yes! <laughs> so I'm in the loop! Saturn return! <laughs> Hell yeah, that's huge! Maybe that's, I don't know. I'm really excited right now. <laughs> Okay, when the planet Saturn returns to the sign and degree that it is when you were born, it's associated with, with major life changes, career changes, breakups, engagements, and relocations. 27 to 31. Hmm. Those would be... So now 54 to 62 if you double it, I yeah. guess. <laughs> is that how it works? I think it's still the same window. So same window, so don't double it. So 54 to 58-ish. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So I'm at the beginning of mine too. This Look at that. So <laughs> yeah, really excited. <laughs> so when I entered, I think most people enter new, when they have a birthday, they enter new seasons. Mm -hmm. But I was pretty, pretty, uh, pretty adamant about my, my Saturn returning my season of 27 to 30. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, that was pretty cool. I next want to talk about. When I have group training, like groups, because mm -hmm. um, I do a lot of group training now, that's the majority of what I do, and I'll notice, like, y you know, you'll notice stagnation, like feeling like people are getting bored either with the program or with the energy of the group or the time or something like that. So once I feel that, and it may just be me, who's to say? I definitely put intention towards heading into a new season, okay? You guys, I feel like we're getting bored in this season. We have to change it. Going back to, you know, our episode on generating change, mm -hmm. you have to change things to get a new result, to to do anything to get to a new goal, right? right? So I will create a new season, even if it's not technically a new season of the year. Seasons can go in six months. They can go in three-month blocks. They can go month to month. I always say goals month by month. You decide your season. That's up to you. If you feel that change, you can bring it on. I mean, even though we, we train one-on-one, -on -one, you still even do that with me. 100%. Yeah. You're like, this is the new program we're doing for the next six or eight weeks usually. Yeah. Sometimes, but sometimes I'll even stop at four weeks and I'll be like, mm, no, I don't like this. <laughs> this is not the one. You never stop it when I say it's not the one. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's called a good coach. 
kidding. You should listen to your advice. <laughs> well, she listens. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm just ignoring. <laughs> it's more like, this is good for you. <laughs> I do this because I love you. <laughs> yes. yes. You got that, right? Um, so let's talk kind of about seasons of work as well. Okay. I had a lot of obligations. Correct. And I was aware of, okay, right now is a season of obligation. Mm-hmm. And they were fun. Yeah. And it was family and enjoyment, but you still have places you had to be at certain times. Right. Yeah. And and knowing that was important. And now I feel good about heading into my new season of hustle. And that, that includes this podcast. Which it does. Super cool. um, do you have any other ideas or thoughts on on this topic? Seasons of seasons of growth, seasons of stagnation. <laughs> well, I mean, for me, the realization is that we going to the fitness journey first. The realization for me is when I came into the gym and my goal was to lose a certain amount of weight and it was about weight at that point. And it's not all about just weight anymore, but it was when all of a sudden you're like, well, we need to pump the brakes and we need to, your body can't be in a state of a caloric deficit. All the time. All the time. You cannot be right. And you know, I fought you on this. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we fought on this. You were, you were like, no, I'm going to, I'm not seeing results, so I'm going to cut calories more, no. and then more, and then more. And that's not how it works. Nope. No. No. I am starting to realize it. So let's actually talk about that real quick. So mm-hmm. if you're at, I'm sorry, this is the truth. You. Just go for it. I feel like fitness professionals will attack me, and I, I, I'm afraid of defending myself <laughs> um, always. I got your back. If you're at. 1700 calories mm-hmm. and you are exercising and moving your body often mm-hmm. you're probably at a calorie deficit already you should not cut to 1600 and then 1500 and then 1400 there that 17 to 16 depending you know depending mm-hmm. on your height your weight your age all of those factors matter you're going to keep increasing your activity level you can't increase your calorie deficit to to hit a weight goal Mm -hmm. all the time because your brain will not be able to function on a certain amount of calories like less than a certain Mm -hmm. amount of calories so when people bring up it's always calorie deficit it's always calorie deficit Mm -hmm. at what at some point when you continue to cut there is nowhere else to go right and it you lean on nutrients you lean on what you're putting in your body your fats your proteins um your carbs and what of what nutrient density are those coming from and then you have to say, okay, I'm really nutrient dense in my calories I'm putting in. I'm staying at a calorie deficit. Where do I go from here? You have to go back up in calories and then go back in. And the, after you phase back up in those calories, you can begin to cut again. Mm-hmm. You're not going to gain a ton of weight because this time your calories are healthier. Right. This time your calories are more nutrient dense and your exercise will also in turn change. But I... I do not agree, especially, and I got to say this, especially for women after a certain age and women after they have babies, I'm sorry, calorie deficit is not always the solution because sometimes you're eating way too little. I'm sorry. So sometimes there's nowhere to go. And that's exactly where we had to deal with. Exactly. I mean, honestly, there was a time or even earlier this year where I was only eating 1700 to 1800 Mm -hmm. scale wasn't moving. Yeah. 
I had to have been in a deficit. There's no way. You were in a deficit. I mean, there's no way. <laughs> we ch- we tested your in-body. We tested yeah. your basal metabolic rate. So right. that's how many calories But the, but the scale in. wasn't moving. The scale wasn't moving. So, so you're clearly on a deficit. You weren't eating enough. Right. And then we increased your calories. <laughs> and what happens? We started yeah. to slowly lose, not a ton. Yeah. But we're like, oh, your body needed more energy. Well, we moved me up to like 2,300, mm-hmm. which is 600 calories. That is like a meal. It's a big, <laughs> big meal. more, yeah. And I didn't, like, I didn't gain weight. No, your body clearly knew that. And now we're slowly taking it back down in calories. And I feel better when I eat more. Yeah. And not so much. Like sometimes, I mean, the 2300 hours are actually starting to get like, I am full. Alexis, I cannot eat any more food. I know, this is too much. (laughs) And I do want to say this. Mm -hmm. This technique is not the same for everybody. Everybody's body's different. You know, I'm going to say it every single episode. Everybody's body's different. Everybody needs different nutrients. Mm -hmm. Some people work really great on a plant-based diet. I need a lot of meat to feel good about mm-hmm. myself. Um, some people work really well on 2,000 calories. Some people work really well on 3,000 calories right. because their body needs more, they're moving, whatever. Mm-hmm. So the technique we just talked about, I'm always hesitant to speak on sure. because I just don't want anybody to be like, oh, that works. So I'm going to do that. There's definitely no one size fits all. No. We know that. We know that. Because I'll be like, well, how come she can just go for a run and be skinny? Exactly. (laughs) Different body type, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Hormones, age, Mm -hmm. um, the nutrients your body needs, body type. Yes. All those factors. So going back to what you said, Mm -hmm. we had to figure out your season and figure out what was working for your body at the time Mm -hmm. and where to go from there. Right. And that's what I guess my point was we were making using spring Mm -hmm. to eat all those calories preparing knowing that summer was coming and that we were going to quote unquote cut but my cut right now isn't even we just cut 200 calories it was i'm still eating like 2100 calories which most of my friends would be like how are you eating 2100 calories on a fitness journey because <laughs> like, they're the best fitness journey i've ever been on. well they're all you know oh you gotta eat 1200 calories and eat celery and drink water and you know that kind of thing the old school <laughs> i'm glad you have a video note like my face is so sad i'm like that sucks. <laughs> and that it does. like no fun. <laughs> and, and then we figured out with me too, I need protein because I lift heavy and that my muscles need it. But someone else may not need the same levels and that's yeah. okay. And other people have some different goals too. Sure. But yeah, it is what it is. You have to know your seasons. You have to be able to adjust mm-hmm. and, and sit in those seasons too. I think sometimes like you find yourself in a season. I found myself wanting to run recently. Um, Who are you? <laughs> I know. I I think I found like an older like I used to run in high school and mm-hmm. I was played track and cross country and it's my and even before that I was always taught to run because my whole family just ran because it was activities mm-hmm. so they thought running was supposed to be healthy. That's probably so your fun. parents trying to tire you out. That's a parent trick. Possibly. <laughs> yeah, my mom would take me running, actually. <laughs> Were you little? I wasn't a high-energy kid, though. Because so. uh, I, I would do that with my children. Let's see who's the fastest. <laughs> <laughs> That's like when you're a baby. Oh, I couldn't tell. Do it again. <laughs> you're like, let's play the quiet game. <laughs> or the cleanup game. <laughs> yes. Everybody, do. it's always a game. It's just me. And make it a game. <laughs> Anyways, so I did find, I just like wanted to run. I wanted to tire my legs out. And I was like, after doing it like a few times, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is the season I am. And I decided, oh, let's make a goal out of something I'm enjoying at this time. I like running. I don't like running a lot. I just feel like running a mile and a half. That's my limit. <laughs> That's your sweet spot. That's my sweet spot. Maybe it'll 
maybe a little increase, but I run for enjoyment, not because I feel like I have to. My goal is to run twice a week because it makes me happy. So are you happy during the run or when yeah. you're done? <laughs> no, in the in the run, you know what I also have never had people say running is a good time for them to think. Mm-hmm. Have you ever felt that? Mm-hmm. Actually, that is. Yeah. Really? I agree. So I've never felt that. Usually I'm thinking, when will I be done? <laughs> that is normally my thought. It's like, okay, one more block. Okay, then you can walk. Then another block. Like That's those the are game. my thoughts, right? During this this recent bout, this season of running, I have found I've been able to actually think things through and like process thoughts and process things outside of actually running. So, are you wearing headphones or are you just quiet with yourself when you're running? Normally I'm wearing headphones. Okay. Like music or podcast? Music. Okay. So then you have time to think. Yeah. Yeah. How can you run without music? People do. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm like, that's impossible. (laughs) I mean, I can do a podcast or music, but I have to have something to distract me from the actual feat of running. Yes. I think that's why it was so painful when I was growing up, because I don't think you were allowed to have like AirPods or headphones in. Not like at a track meet. No. No. That's insane. Right? Oh, that's why I hated it so much, maybe. I like like track. I didn't like cross country. But I played sports where running was punishment. Like if you were lippy, you had to take a lap. (laughs) So that's funny where mine was the workout. The warm-up was running, and then the workout was running, and then the cool-down was was also running. running. (laughs) When you play, like, softball, you know, you have to take a lap. That's, yeah. That's so sad. Wow. (laughs) Interesting how that works. (laughs) Well, um, anyway, so it, it's funny. Sometimes you don't understand your seasons mm-hmm. until you're actually in them. And you're like, oh, I've been in the season for a few weeks. Now I'm going to create that purposefulness to what it is. So. Yeah. Um, no, I get that. I mean, honestly, we were, I'm joking about you and the running, but it's that time of year, too, where it's nice to be outside. So it goes back to that. And this time of year, I'm more likely to go for a hike or go for a long walk, even with the dog or you know, those kind of things. And actually, I mean, as much as I'm teasing Lex about running, I have been running as well (laughs) because I know she's going to drag me into this 5k and I can't look stupid when we get there. I'm not going to drag you into the 5k. We have someone else that's (laughs) going to be dragging us into a 5k. We know that we're we're mentally preparing that we will be asked and we're not ones to say no to motivating someone else. So we're going to a challenge, both of those two things. So we're going to be doing it. It's just how prepped are we? Yeah, it's it's getting outside. It's whether that means running for you because it's mm-hmm. enjoyable, the weather, whether that means hiking or biking. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely pushing my clients to get outside right now. I think a lot of us think we're spending time outside. Right. And we're not. You're very good because you're super intentional about it. Mm-hmm. But people say they're spending time outside and they're like sitting outside. That's not being active outside. Those are two completely different things. Right. And I have been golfing a lot lately too. So that's also something that gets me outside for hours. Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Pause. <laughs> Pause. Pause on that. Pause on that one. Martha. Yeah. How do you get from one hole to the next hole? I hit the ball and walk. You walk and you carry your bags? Mm-hmm. You're not riding in a golf cart, you say? No, I'm not. Are you drinking alcohol while you're golfing? No, because I play horribly when I drink. There we go. All right. So let's talk about this. We'll come back to this topic probably next week. Mm-hmm. Activity outside versus working out versus just being outside. Those three, <laughs> those are three different things. Mm-hmm. And I have an argument with every single one of my clients on this one. You mm-hmm. 
golfing, so you're using you're using muscles. Yep. You're carrying your bag to the next hole, and you're it's not- on a pull cart, but I mean it's it's seventy five pounds on a yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm basic. Yes. It's not, it's not getting taken for me. I am physically moving it. Exactly. You're not in a golf cart. Yes. I'm going to call that not in a golf cart and you're right. drinking, you're not drinking alcohol. No, I usually drink a couple bottles of water during a round. Rock on. You are doing an activity outside. Mm-hmm. You are not exercising. No. I don't count that towards your weekly exercise. Course, oh, I'm well aware. You've told But you are doing activity outside. Mm-hmm. That's how I define it. And I'm walking like it's usually three, four miles during a round of golf. Easily. Yeah, you're moving. Yeah. I love it. But, but it's I, not a workout. It's I know. not a workout. If you're, you, if my clients come to me and say, <laughs> I went golfing, those are the three things I asked. Did you ride in the car? Yup. <laughs> All right. Did you drink? Yup. You were not working out or being active, really. <laughs> you just played some golf. <laughs> I'm not saying golf is easy. I can't play. It's hard. I can barely hit the ball. It takes a lot of, Tact, like tactile, like tactility. Yeah, it's a it's a lot focus, of hand eye coordination. Hand eye coordination, mm-hmm. strength. Mm-hmm. You got to focus. But you're you're right. If you're in a cart and if I put like my watch on for an exercise, it's gonna be like no calories. Exactly. It's gonna laugh at me almost. It's it's a skill. I think it's, mm-hmm. I'm not saying golf is not a sport. I'm saying it's a really intense skill. But I'm not gonna count that as exercise. No, I burn a lot of calories actually. When I mean, because I've sent it to you when I'm walking. Carrying my bag, yeah, and playing, but it's right. The workout is actually for me during that time is the walking between holes. It's right. not the actual swinging the club. Exactly. I mean, it is a little, but not. Not yeah. Okay, so I feel like I brought up a lot of um, versatile topics today. So I think <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna lay low and be done with those. <laughs> um, guys, thank you so much for listening to our episode on seasons. Of course, we would love to hear your feedback on today's episode. Whether that be whether you're fighting with some of the things that I said, which I'm welcome to. I may not be able to argue back, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad at arguing. Um, and any thoughts, we'd love to hear them. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. I got this. I got this. Today, we are talking about seasons. As you know, there are four seasons, and at least in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> we experience all four here, at yes, least. Yes, we do. Um, I'm sure there are many more. Max. <laughs> like, what state has more than four seasons? <laughs> Anyways, sometimes I just like keep talking. I don't know. Anyways, moving on. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed what you heard, please go to wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a five star rating. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook at I Got This Pod. See you next week. And remember, I got this.